Hello and welcome to today's episode of Keeping Up With The Windsors. We're going to be breaking down day three and day four of the Platinum Jubilee. And day three started at Party at the Palace and day four is the wonderful Jubilee pageant. So Rachel and I are going to talk all about that today. If you'd like the extended version of this episode, you can head to the VIP Royal Community over on Ko-fi. It's £4 or 6 bucks monthly. And for that, you get extra content. And also we'll be doing a members-only Zoom answering all your questions right grab yourself a coffee let's get going royal community let's finish strong with the jubilee celebrations a grand fanfare welcome to our podcast keeping up with the windsors dedicated to the royal family each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of windsor with your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis, and, and let's keep up with the Windsors. So we move to our third day of the Jubilee, which is Party at the Palace. We had a nice morning um, to start and then we headed to, we got our camp chairs. Actually, we missed out a little bit, Rach. Rachel went to Fortnum and Mason's and picked up the Platinum Jubilee pudding. Oh, yeah. So we went the night before and they said to us that it usually sells out at about one o'clock in the afternoon. So I knew that it opened at 10 a.m. So I was there, all community, just gone 10 o'clock. Got my two platinum puddings and I was out of there. <laughs> yeah. Now they're $8.95. They come in a glass uh, jar, which you can keep. They're in a really nice box as well, Rach. It, mm-hmm. it came in really lovely packaging. They say they make 200 a day. So if you're around London anytime soon, I think it's the next couple of weeks, isn't it? They'll be doing yeah. them. Uh, to head to Fortnum's and grab one. We have a video going up on our Kofi VIP Royal Community that is showing us eating and giving our first verdicts of the platinum pudding. So if you want to know that, head on over to uh, Kofi. Then we headed, we got our camp chairs, we got our little bit of picnic, didn't we? We went to Tesco and grabbed some bits. And then we headed to party at the Palace. We sat there. There was Scott Mills, who's a radio DJ here in the UK. Very big name playing lots of like 90s bangers which is brilliant <laughs> and uh, we tried to get a really good seat right we went to St James's Park wasn't really happening and then we went to the mall the reason we wanted to go to St James's Park is because Royal Community OMG whatever is on the mall whatever trees they have whatever pollen was going on was flaring up some real bad hay fever within me and I was just honestly I was coughing and spluttering the whole time I was there so I said to Rach can we go to St James's Park so I don't have to cough constantly even though I did take all the medications and whatever um but we decided we went on the mall we were here I thought I'll suck it up just get it over and done with I'm so glad we did actually because the atmosphere on the mall was incredible and guess what Royal Community they had big screens up. They had the tannoys playing. They had music pumping. Why couldn't they have that on day one and day two? What is wrong with them? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was so frustrating, wasn't it? And what's annoying is that we know people that have been to the previous Jubilee and they said in play, even places like Trafalgar Square had screens up and they didn't have yeah. anything like that. And that would have included so many more people to make mm-hmm. them feel like they was a part of the celebrations if they couldn't get to you know, the places that these events are being held. But it just felt, you know, like if you wanted a good shot any of the other times, you had to be right at the palace to be able to get what you wanted to see. 
Yeah. And it's something Susan said. She said, I'm so gutted that you didn't have the experience that I had at the Diamond Jubilee uh, with Troopin because it was just on another level. And I completely understand why it would be if they had the screens, if they had the tunnels and stuff, because people, there's just energy and there just wasn't that much energy in. It was a brilliant day. Don't get me wrong. It was amazing, but it just didn't live up to my expectations for Troopin. Right. But day three absolutely knocked it out of the park. Royal Community, I wish, and you'll see this on our, our YouTube video, so please come over and, and subscribe over on YouTube. We're trying to get to a 1,000 people, by the way. We're on 600 and whatever at the moment. So come on over and join our community on YouTube. You'll see from that video how amazing, like Rachel and I had the, the best time. We had the, the time of our lives. It was amazing. Yeah, so there was people around us that had been there for like hours before. And there was a group of, I would say, like 20 somethings. They had like a picnic on the floor. Then in front of us, we had three old ladies yeah. that were enjoying a picnic. And it, what was really funny is there was a, an, an American network that was coming around filming people. And both those groups got on there, didn't they? They got on there. We're at the back just dancing, aren't we? But we're also to the, to the left of us, we had a mother and daughter. To the left of them, there was a massive family. All the, all the, um, the children were dressed up in like tutus and princess dresses dresses and stuff yeah. it was such an amazing experience not just because um you're at like a fe- it did feel like a festival didn't it yeah it did yeah but it was a family occasion there was people from honestly from naught years up to like 90 years that I saw it was yeah. incredible it was incredible so then obviously we're waiting around and they had the funniest compare on didn't they oh he was amazing his name was Stu I, I don't know much about anything else that he's done I'll pop it in the show notes if I do find anything he was so good he was so good. He was cracking jokes. We did a bit of karaoke. There was like this massive beach ball that was going up and down the mile. People were like hitting it. <laughs> we were doing Mexican waves back and forth yeah. the mile. It was brilliant. Yeah, but Rach, that was just the pre-show. That wasn't even the yeah. show. So when they, um, so the bit that you saw at the beginning with Queen, We Will Rock You and the drummers came on, the Royal Marine drummers, um, they actually came on the rehearsal and they said to us on the Tannoys, go crazy like it's, queen on the stage right so because what we didn't know obviously is what we'll talk about in a bit but obviously the skit that played they obviously had to time it to what was being played with that so what that was great seeing them rehearse and then yeah we just had if the compare wasn't on they still had music playing so it was just a really nice atmosphere everyone you know just waiting for the actual event to start but the thing is it, it wasn't just like just boring like we felt with you know St Paul's Cathedral waiting for the thing to finish or with a uh, troop in everyone was having picnics around us they were having a lovely time it was just like we're doing this and then we're going to get entertained rather than we're waiting for this to happen it was so wonderful and you know what I we spotted five platinum puddings being consumed around <laughs> us we were like yes platinum puddings <laughs> so then Brilliant. um so it starts and what happens Rach it starts and the best gift that we've got around his jubilee is given to us <laughs> oh the queen's the gift oh, that keeps God. on giving so obviously when that what you saw on the tv was the whole skip from what I've seen on the BBC anyway but for us, when it started, everybody was standing up. Everybody was like waiting. And then I was like, is the queen going to be there? Because, you know, it would look like they was in the palace and everything. Yeah. And then it showed Paddington. 
and then it showed the queen and everyone cheered and they didn't obviously show that on on the tv but everyone was like cheering and everything and oh the queen she's such a great actress like her comic timing was on it (laughs) yeah it was brilliant and I started crying I started crying when uh when Pad also this I'll put I'll put this into perspective for you, broad community. It was very loud around us. Like everyone was just so happy that it's starting. Everyone stood up, like you just mentioned, Rach, but everyone was just like, yeah, cheering and clapping along. And we couldn't hear every single word that was coming out from the skit. But all I could hear Paddington say was, Thank you for your service, ma'am. And I was just like, oh, like no, no, he said, no, he said, he said, thank you, ma'am, for everything. For everything, <laughs> that's right. And I'm not kidding. I just, I don't think you heard that much when we would, because you were like, are you all right? And I was like, oh, you said, you said to me, oh, you're crying. I was like, Paddington just said thanks to her. Like, but it's I was, just amazing. But I was crying as well. And I don't really cry oh. anything. And I was crying as well. And then Royal Community, obviously, the band starts up. And then we see the Queen tapping along. Yeah. Yeah. So we will rock you on her teacup. Um, we were laughing at like, so we were crying, but laughing at the same time because it was just like the and I, I think I said, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. And what was great was do, do you know when like some people don't guess things and other people do, like everybody was so transfixed? Like, there's the Queen, this is amazing. Um, and everyone was with the Queen. So when what like when it was funny, everyone around just laughed. So like we had, I think it was 22,000 people on the mall. And it was no, 20- no, no. That was the that was the bit that was a ticketed bit. That was only a oh, ticketed goodness. bit. Oh, right. Okay. So 22,000. So there must have been about 60,000, yeah. 70,000 people there then. Um, and everyone laughed at the, the, the right points. And because we'd had the rehearsal of the band, we knew what was coming. We thought it was just going to be the band and then Queen came out. But then on the big screens, you've got the Queen tapping along. It was just, honestly, it was excellent. It was just another level, wasn't it? It was so good. It was so good. And then obviously the show starts, Adam Lambert comes on and he starts singing and, you know, We Will Rock You always gets the crowd going, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was it was such a wonderful opener. Honestly, you could not have got a better opener. Yeah. And I'm going to say right now, that skit that the Queen did with Paddington is way better than the skit she did with Bond, Bond for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. Um, let's also say this to you royal community throughout any of these um proceedings we did not see the royal box at all we did not know who was there from the royal family until we actually looked at social media after the event so we couldn't see anything they didn't and also do you know on television where they pan to the royal family to show their reactions we couldn't see that on the mall it literally just showed the people who were performing yeah we couldn't even see the stage they didn't even show us that so it's not until I, I watched it back yesterday and I actually saw the performances and what was on the stage. Yeah. Um, highlights for me, obviously, Queen, as in like the band Queen. Yeah. Um, diversity. They yeah, were was brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. Sam Ryder was phenomenal. Him and Andrea Procelli oh. were my like standouts through everything, even even surpassing Alicia Keys because she had the big stage. But I tell you what, because we were on the mall, we weren't part of the 22,000 of the crowd because we didn't get tickets. It takes a big performer to reach that many people right at the back of the mall. And I have to say 
the Sam Ryder did that, and Andre Bocelli did that. Those two performances hit my heart like nobody else's. And Alicia Keys, I've already seen Alicia Keys live um, in concert before, so I know she's excellent. But for me, it was all centered around Buckingham Palace and that big light show while she was singing. It didn't hit me in my heart all the way down the mile as those other performances no. did. I tell you what was great, the um the musical theatre aspect of it. Now Oh, it was brilliant. I watched it back last night and there's a <laughs> Andrew Go Andrew on, Lloyd Webber's playing the piano and we were like we were mimicking Andrew Lloyd Webber because he was like putting his face and he, <laughs> as he was like hitting the piano. He was like so funny. But um obviously Lion King, everyone was like loving that. And we was all singing along to um Joseph and his Technicolor Dream Coat. It was having a good old sing song when oh, that came on. It was brilliant. And I let's also talk about. William's speech yeah. and Charles's speech. So William did his speech and then it was a wonderful world, wasn't it? Yes. And yeah. then Celeste got up and, and sung. And that was just such a moment during it. And it because everyone was so high, the way in which they brought like the lows and highs into the, the concert was just effortless. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, William's speech. I, I cried when David Attenborough was on there and all the all the animals were on the on Buckingham Palace. It was really emotional. I laughed cried sung shouted throughout the whole of the night like I went through like this whole wave of emotion it was a massive roller coaster it was excellent and I tell you what so William got a massive cheer when he came on Charles got a massive cheer and everyone was waiting for it so he went your majesty and all of us were like mummy and then he went mummy and was like yeah he said it, he said it. <laughs> um, but even his speech his speech really got me and yeah. I was like not expecting that from Charles and um, that really got to me. And then we had, I can't remember, I can't remember off the top of my head if this was before or after, but the the drones with the corgi and the horse and the bag was incredible. Like it looked amazing on the TV, but seeing it in person, everyone was like, wow. Like you could hear people around you just going like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, and obviously you don't see that on TV, but the reaction from the crowd was like, everyone was just like, this is so cool. Like, wow. Yeah. And you know, I think this is, this was one of those moments. Party at the Palace for me was one of those moments where you cannot replicate the atmosphere on screen as you could in real life and I was so happy that I went and you know it, it's just it just makes me feel so bad that I didn't really think much of it yeah you know I wasn't even thinking about about it but but neither but neither of us were were no. we we had like what we thought was going to be our favorites and so you had Charles then the national anthem and then Diana Ross yeah. now Royal Community going to be totally honest I like I, I, I lo- I'm a big lover of Motown love what Diana Ross has done in the past she was just dare I say mediocre yeah and especially because we've had such big performances and it's one of those things where it could have gone better I think that she lost us by this point and because Charles's speech was so amazing I think they should have just ended on the national anthem yeah that's yeah that and that's what a lot of people said they should have had Diana Ross then Charles, then the National Anthem, and that yeah. should have ended it. Because the atmosphere was electric. But when Diana Ross was playing, people were actually started to leave. And I don't know whether that's because, obviously, they wanted to get out before the rush of the crowd and get their tubes and trains home and whatever. But what was great was, you know, 
everyone knew this was the end. And yeah. so the group of 20-something-year-olds, we was all dancing with them and the older ladies, we was all just kind of like dancing together, wasn't we? Yeah, it wasn't like we're in our separate. We became a collective who loved the royals, who were there to celebrate the Queen's 70 years on the throne. And it was just such a big party. And I tell you what, whenever you go to like a, a concert in particular, you're always worried that like you're going to get someone drunk by the side of you or go, you're going to drink tipped on you. <laughs> the atmosphere was so family friendly and it was just an amazing, amazing feeling to be present um, in that moment. And I mentioned before about being on the mall and uh, with Trooping the Colour and everyone just seeing it through their phones. I actually feel like it wasn't that way with this. We were really there. Mm. Um, and we vlogged it. So you'll see a vlog from it. But there was real pockets of time where we were just dancing and chilling and, you know, we sat there with a on the camp chair when there was a quiet moment with our blanket because it was cold and just you know what I mean like it was just really easy breezy and I just you know Rod Stewart really sang Sweet Caroline badly and we just <laughs> went with it you know we just went with it so it was all good it was all but the one thing we have to say before we leave Party in the Palace and move on to the pageants is we now know what's in the Queen's handbag <laughs> it's, it's marvelous <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because Beatrice actually said that at the um the Jubilee lunch that she went to. She even said something. She was like, I've always wondered what was in Granny's handbag, and now I know it's a marmalade sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, honestly. It was so brilliant. So we left Party at the Palace on a high. It was just one of our massive high. I don't think I'm ever gonna forget that night. It was amazing. It was and those. And also, Rach, those drones, I know we just mentioned it, but they were spectacular, absolutely spectacular. And then we did an Instagram Live and it didn't save. So. Yeah, we did an Instagram Live at 12 o'clock and we had lots of people on it. So if you if you did watch our Instagram Live, it was amazing. But we were so tired. We don't know what happened, but it just went. We didn't save it. So... <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. If you were looking to see where that was, it it did. It's it's in the ether somewhere. It's, it's gone. So by this time, royal community, we are absolutely shattered. We're like hanging by a thread, but we know we've got one more day left, and we had to be out of our hotel room by eleven o'clock. So there was a bit of like a rush in the morning, wasn't there, to make yeah. sure? Because we, I don't think we actually went to bed till about half one in the morning that day. Um, so we got out of the hotel room and then we met Susan again for brunch. Um, that was really nice. We went somewhere on Piccadilly and then we started to walk down to the pageant and we've kind of said, look, if we get near the front, great. If we don't, like we're going to see things because there's going to be floats and we're just going for like the atmosphere and everything. But we actually got a really good spot, didn't we? Just past horse guards. You uh, you were as surprised as me when we got this spot. It was excellent. We got just before Admiral's Arch, just at the start of the mall. And I'm I'm not kidding. It was just excellent. Again, we took our camp chairs and um, we were surrounded by just the most amazing people. They're just amazing royal community out there. Lots of families, lots of like, even there was a child that was like six months and the, the guy was holding him and was showing him what, what was going on and stuff. Just the people that we were surrounded with throughout the whole of it, apart from that one person who was moaning on Trooping the Colour, everyone, no, sorry, but the few people that were moaning on Trooping the Colour, um, everyone was just amazing. It was such a wonderful atmosphere. And again, you know, we will we'll say it again. That was the highlight of everything. Okay, so then 
we see the clock and it's two o'clock and we're thinking right okay he's got to start now and then we see the gold carriage from the coronation wow but not just that we just thought okay the carriage is just going to come down but no it's got like a hologram like video playing of the queen wet like in color when she did the exact same thing in 1953 so it was just like wow yeah wasn't it i i actually said i was like oh it looks like the queen's in it <laughs> yeah i've actually got a video of me saying that and um, we saw different branches of regiments from across the commonwealth yeah. marching bands and um, they were really great that was really cool and then What was great about this day is Michelle again got emotional and she actually made a very good point. And she said, do you know what? We're here to celebrate 70 years of this incredible woman and we're here for her. But she's made this all about us. All about us. Yeah. There was a moment where like um, Susan and Rachel were kind of like in the pageant. And I had to take a step back because we've been talking about the pageant and I've been so excited about it. And I said, it's probably one of my things I'm most excited about. And then to the left, sorry, to the right of us, we could see the big air, the hot air balloon with the queen's face on that's going to be part of the pageants. And I just, there was this moment of realization that, oh my goodness me, like she is so selfless. She is not here. She hasn't been to many of the, um, you know, the, the Jubilee celebrations. I think she went to three, didn't she? And I just thought to myself, she, it, there's just this selflessness. The party in the palace was all about us. The pageant was all about us. You know, even like, even though we didn't have a great experience with the Beacons, she was there pressing the button at Windsor and this whole thing was, you know, how amazing it looked on television. There was, there was just this, this real deep-seated feeling of, oh my goodness, we are here for her. And regardless of whether she's here or not, this is for us. Yeah. And I just thought, how selfless is that? And it just, I just got choked up and I couldn't even tell Rachel why <laughs> I was crying because it reminds me so much of my own nan and how she was like when it was her birthday, it wasn't like, am I having a good time? It's like, is everyone else ha- having a good time? You had birthday cake. If you had this, if you had that. And as long as everyone else was okay, she was okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's what it was with the with the jubilee and i guess because of the accommodation of everything and it was the ending of it and it was it was just such an amazing ending i just i just couldn't even get the words out like i am and then i was crying <laughs> and you were like you don't have to tell me no like i just i just uh, I <laughs> but it was it just hit me right to my core yeah that this is for us well she actually said didn't she while I may not have attended every event in person, my heart has been with you all. And also Charles said, didn't he, though you're the reason why she wakes up in the morning. And I was just like, yeah, oh, that got me. That got me, honestly. And what was great about the pageant, it, it was ordinary people. Yeah, it you know, was. It was. It was about, like you said, it was about communities coming together. I was talking to one of my friends. She was in the pageant. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, one of her friends was one of the um, Bangra dancers oh, in the wow. wedding section. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like really cool because, you know, it's ordinary people. And, you know, th- that's something they're never going to forget to say. I was in the pageant for the Platinum Jubilee. Yeah. You know, and anytime someone went past and was waving and that, we was a waving and cheering for them. And um, what was great is they had, um, they called it like the National Treasures and the buses would come down with, um, like celebrities past and present and whatnot so the 50s goes by and you'll see all this on the YouTube 
and um Sir Cliff Richard is on the first <laughs> bus and Michelle was like Cliff Cliff Richard I love you I love and then all these buses when we were like oh who's gonna be next and then um, I can't remember what decade it was and I was like Basil Brush like the little puppet thing and I was like Basil Basil I was like I'm screaming for a puppet but I don't care and then the funniest thing I was crying with laughter if you're in the UK you will know who this who this is Timmy Mallet Michelle was just shouting, Wackatoo! Wackatoo! I was, I, I'm not kidding. I fangirled the <laughs> hardest of t- Timmy Mallet. I could not believe it. I was doing the Wackaday symbol, like sign to him. It was like my, I was six and I just wanted to be on the show. It was amazing. It was so, and everyone was looking at me and I was like, no, this is my moment. Timmy Mallet <laughs> needs to know who I am. <laughs> But it was so funny because after people, because we were like, oh, there's, you know, Simone Farrah and Dame yeah. Kelly Holmes. And we were pointing out people. And then um, as as when we were coming back to the hotel to get our bags, we were walking past Simone Farrah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've just been cheering for you on the mouth. But we did the biggest cheer to Naomi Campbell. We were like, work it, girl, work it. Work it. But because obviously we was on one side, we don't know who was the on the other side of the buses. I haven't actually watched the pageant yet myself. So I need to watch it because um yeah, I'll be excited to see who else was on there. But Dame Prue Leaf was on one and her car that she was in broke down. Did you really? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and it had to be um pushed along the mile. And then at the towards the end, it's curious, like, Prue, you're gonna have to get out and walk now. Get out, girl, go on. <laughs> so raw community in all, all its entirety was brilliant. It was about everyone coming together. And then we're queuing up to go onto the mall and we get as close to the barricade as we can. And we're literally holding onto each other and like, we're, we're like, Susan, right, you hold on to me and you go past this person and go past that. And when it opens, we just got to run. So it opens and we and we just start running. We yeah. started running and then it got to like halfway down and we was all like, can't run anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, we... We um got re- the closest we'd ever been to the balcony throughout the whole of the experience. And we got to possibly just the start of the Victoria Fountain when Ed Sheeran was on. And then the Queen came out, but we couldn't see anything. And then we all sung uh, the national anthem to her. And then we, for some reason, there was like a pocket of like space. So we all walked into the pocket of space. We went all the way around, but just as they were going in to Buckingham Palace, that's when we could actually see the balcony. It was like, oh, we missed them by like a split yeah. second. And then it, um, the cast of Mamma Mia was singing uh, Dancing Queen and we actually got right by the stage, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah, we, that was brilliant. And what was great was, you know, I had my phone out and I did like a panning shot and just everyone was just around dancing, singing. And it was, and the tree, we saw the tree of trees show up close. So we actually, we actually it. got it. With our own eyeballs, we actually finally saw it. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole experience was something I'll never forget. Um, it's not it's not something that obviously we're going to get every single day or anything, but it's it's one of those things. I'm glad to say I, I went there, but I don't think I would do it again. I just don't think so. It, it just took so much yeah. out of me. And maybe I would go to like the the palace, the party of the palace, if they did have one again, but not the whole thing in its entirety. It was a no. lot and it was really stressful, but it was amazing. It was like a, such a mix of emotions. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing we, we've we been excited about and we've been talking about is, 
just meeting all of you and the people that are not in this country, um, you know, following us on our Instagram and seeing our stories and just commenting, being like, oh, I'm so happy for you girls. And just so great to see what you're experiencing, because obviously we were bringing content to you that you wasn't seeing on TV. And so maybe it felt like you was there and that's what we wanted was to bring you along with us. And so we just want to thank everyone that we've met, whether, you know, we've known you and you listen to the podcast or you're just joining us now because, you know, we've had a lot of new followers over the last week or so, but just the community on a whole has been absolutely incredible. And um, I just felt like we was all celebrating together, really. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, wasn't it? It is. It was about community and unity. And this is an amazing achievement for the Queen, but it was about us. And I, I just, I just felt that on such a deep level when also it was about you the royal community when we met you because we were part of that it's not just Rachel and I and the royal community we are part of the royal community and it was just amazing to meet you and we met Danny which is amazing she was like one of our first ever followers on Instagram which is incredible um and it was just wonderful to just put some faces to some some names that you know we've just seen virtually yeah and it's and what's been lovely as well is other royal fan accounts that have been there that was there themselves. We didn't get to meet, but it was kind of like we were keeping in check with each other. Yeah. Like, oh, what did you see today? And did you see this? And what did you think of that? And that was um really cool to you know just be a part of that and to experience it all together. And um, we're so happy that we got to meet Susan. And as we say, she was there for two days with us, and you know we had the best time with her and hopefully we'll get to meet her again in the future don't know if we're ever going to be in California show yeah you never know you never know um one thing I will say is my overall experience is um I guess because I'm super tired right now um and I still haven't recovered like we both haven't recovered um it was I'm glad that I did it but I wouldn't do it again (laughs) it was too much for me It, it was draining it was and I think you know some people were only going to like one or two things, but we knew that we wanted to go to everything because like you said, we're probably never ever going to experience this again. Um, it was one of those things and we hate to say it, but the next big Royal thing that's going to happen will be when the queen passes. Mm. And I hate to say that it makes me feel quite emotional just saying those words. Yeah. But in terms of like the scale of what we've seen at the Jubilee, that's, you know, the scale of what will happen when the queen passes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it was, um, on the whole, it was it was amazing to be there. To say we was at the Platinum Jubilee, absolutely incredible. I think what I'll take away from it is it's very different being there in person to what you see on TV. Yeah, it's super different. It really is. Like when you see it on TV, it looks amazing. And I'm so glad that now I've had both experiences yeah. of watching certain events on TV and actually being there. Um, because you, you know our small community. We always say out of all the networks, we trust the BBC. Well, kind of like after what we've experienced ourselves. Yeah. You know, they're just like any other broadcaster, aren't they? Yeah, because... Um, Same with Trooping, wasn't with the, it? With, with the, the protesters. protesters. With, exactly, with the protesters. And I think to myself, if they are sugarcoating certain things, then what else are they sugarcoating? Mm-hmm. So it did, it did put that into perspective for me. Um, yeah, but I mean, apart from that, apart from some of the, the tech stuff and the annoyances that we found... It was just excellent. And Party of the Palace was just the 
Cullinan diamond <laughs> of the Jubilee. And I think for me, one thing I'll take away is um, Princess Charlotte waving. At us. <laughs> <laughs> I probably fangirled over a seven-year-old. I was like, Charlotte, yay, Charlotte. You did fangirl over her. Yeah, I think um, we put up on our stories and somebody did ask us this question. What did you think of Catherine's fashion? For me, the standout was the yellow outfit that she mm. wore for St. Paul's. I love the fact that everyone was wearing vibrant colours. It was a time to celebrate. Yeah. It wasn't a time for dowdiness or you know uh prim and proper it was about a celebration and I think they all rocked it let me also talk about something Camilla in that uh like that gown she walked on stage with Charles I loved it that overcoat (laughs) so I've seen pictures and that's actually Charles's coat yes I know and it's amazing it's incredible and I said that to you didn't I when we were at Party of Palace Camilla looks incredible I just yeah. thought she sparkled. She just looked like like the night sky. It looked amazing. It really, really yeah. translated on the screen. Um, okay, let's talk about Meghan and Harry and their position within the royal family. Were you happy with how much you saw of Harry and Meghan? Yeah. So we only saw them... Um, we knew that they was at Troop in the Colour because there was some shots of them, um, particularly Meghan, in the window with, I think it was Isla and Savannah mm-hmm. Phillips. Um, and then obviously we saw them the next day at St. Paul's and then we didn't see them after that. And I think that was the correct amount of time because as we've been saying for weeks and weeks, it's not about them. The coverage, they should not be on the front pages. It should be about the queen and, you know, her 70 years of service to this, um, country and to the Commonwealth. And so I, I felt like we saw them just enough. From being there and going to every single event, I thought the balance of Harry and Meghan and what they went to and what we saw of them was perfect. And it didn't hinder from anyone who dislikes Harry and Meghan or yeah. wanted to see them because they did get to see them, but it wasn't in everything. It's it's upsetting because you see the fractions. Like everyone was talking about Harry and Meghan being over the other side of the um, aisle to the the working members of the royal family at the St. Paul's Cathedral Thanksgiving service for the Queen. And it was very palpable. You could see it. You could see the difference there. But also that's what they've stepped back for, you know, because they didn't want that anymore. And so that's what they get. They get this instead. It's just a stark reminder that they're no longer working members. Yeah. Yeah, because normally if if that hadn't have happened, if they were still working members of the royal family, they would be sitting beside the Cambridges, wouldn't they? They would, yeah, yeah. So I would say um, the highlights then of the Jubilee is we now know what's in the Queen's handbag. (laughs) (laughs) We now know that Timmy Mallet is my go-to for anything exciting. (laughs) We know that the drones were just out of this world and something that, I will never forget. It was just amazing to see them. On the TV, you kind of see the 3D, but the way in which we saw it from the mall and in the distance you saw Buckingham Palace was so 3D. We just saw the whole effect of the drones and it was just spectacular. Just seeing the King's troop coming down the mall, a troop in the colour with all of the armour and the, you know, the trotting and stuff. It was brilliant. Um, There's so many highlights that we could probably talk another hour about, but we're just so thankful that you listen to the podcast because we would never have done this had you not been here listening, we would never have done this had, you know, we didn't have 
keeping up with the Windsors. So it's really like, I just want to extend my thanks to you out there listening. And just to say, you know, long live the Queen, but also long live the Royal Community. Yeah, I think my highlights were um, definitely Charlotte waving. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Charlotte. Um, Seeing Prince Louis being a cheeky little four-year-old. I think that's definitely going to be a takeaway from the uh, celebrations. He's such a boss baby, isn't he? Yeah, he's so cute. Um, And I loved the fact that he wore William's outfit that William wore years ago for Truth in the Colour. That was amazing. I would definitely say Mike Tyndall as well. Oh, (laughs) he was the highlight. He's the MVP, really, isn't he? He is the MVP. He is. For me, I think out of everything, the drones at Party of the Palace, for sure. And I think as well, Paddington and the Queen. I mean, yeah, that just I think that's just going to stay with me for all time now. (laughs) Yeah, I just absolutely loved that. I loved that her sense of humour. I loved that. You know, Paddington is such a British institution. And in the way the Queen herself is as well, isn't she? Yeah. Um, And like you, just being part of the Royal community, meeting so many people that have listened to us since the beginning, but also making new friends as well. And, you know, this is what it's all about. It's about us coming together and celebrating 70 glorious years. So I couldn't have been happier that I was there to experience it in person. Thank you to everyone that has supported us along the way. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Even if you're just starting to listen to us now, thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah, long may keeping up with the Windsors continue. If you would like to support Michelle and I, you can over on Ko-fi and buy us a coffee. It's £4 or 6 bucks, And you can also join the VIP Royal community over on there. So we'll have lots of extras coming your way soon. Feel free to head on over to Instagram, keep it up with the Windsors pod, where you can join the Royal community there. And we also have a YouTube channel, which come on over because there's going to be lots of vlogs. So whatever we're speaking about today will be shown in real life on the vlogs. So that's keeping up with the Windsors over on YouTube. Don't forget if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, if you could leave us a rate and a five-star review, that would be brilliant. And email us at keepingupwithwindsorspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week on Keeping Keeping Up up With The Windsors. Windsors.